and welcome everybody to the Lunacy Podcast. My name is Tony. I'm here with Dave and Connor. Dave Stevens, Connor Ennis. I am Tony Fernandzi. David Sterling is on vacation. No, he just decided he would be on the podcast today because we're really not talking about loon stuff. And I don't blame him. I mean, or, he's at his nice. Or, or he could have plans. I mean, we, we didn't get I it. doubt. That's Sunday night. I don't. Ask, but, yeah. No, I suppose. And he's in his cushy uh, house in uh, Florida, and it's probably nice down there. He's probably sitting on his Linne or Lanai or whatever it is, fucking enjoying the weather. Probably Over. doesn't have 15 mile an hour wind gusts. Uh, no, no, no. Nah, Getting colder totally and colder here. Probably no snow in the forecast down there like there is no. potentially up here. So, uh, yeah. Sub-zero Idiot. temperatures and everything. Yeah, whoa, 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 no. <laughs> Let's not go too far. Oh, uh, yeah. Sub-zero. I will. I'm not ready for that. Speaking of weather, guys, uh, last weekend it was perfect around here. It was in the 60s. Uh, I think we hit 70. Did we hit 75 on Wednesday? Close to it, yeah. Yeah. So last uh, Saturday I I was coming home and it read 77 in my car. I had to take my coat Mm -hmm. off because it was just so warm. Yeah, I I, I actually, I was out of town for work uh, last week into this week. And uh, I was out in Colorado and it was nice there. Other than the fact, I mean, the, 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 you know, with the altitude, it, it started cold but you know got darn near 70 and then you know that was i was enjoying that weather a lot of sunshine and then it was awesome to come back what day did i get back tuesday i believe and yeah kind of the same thing it was 75 and warm and sunny so that was pleasant to come back to only to get into uh the weekend here little uh little rain little lot of wind and a lot of colder temperatures and you know i should say as we record this on sunday what is it the sixth um one of my least favorite days of the year to be honest is is daylight saving times ending you know and and we fall back which yeah you get an extra hour of sleep but oh well it's dark at 4 30 pretty much i don't i don't get an extra hour of sleep you know why because my dog doesn't realize what daylight savings time is Mm. so instead of waking me up at 5 30 he woke me up at 4 30 this morning so that was (laughs) that was fun yeah, see, my, yeah, so this was, is the this is the first time we had Austin in his crib during daylight savings time. So mm-hmm. we put him to bed an hour later, and it worked. It worked like mm-hmm. a charm. He he woke up at yeah. six o'clock this morning, like like he yeah. does. So it was awesome. That's what you do? Yeah. Uh, last weekend, guys, uh, I want to mention I played a new game, uh, a new gambling game. Have you guys ever played horse racing at a bar? Uh, not at a bar, but I played it at, at a casino or two. Well, no. You mean like up on the up on the TV where like there's mechanical horses and stuff? Or? I played mechanical no, no. horse racing. Not game. mechanical horse racing. I played I played that in camels. They have camel racing in in Vegas. Uh, but no, this is a. So we went to uh, Boondocks, my favorite place in uh, Atsigo, last Sunday for Kelly's birthday uh, because they had a meat raffle, and they had horse races, and then shake a day, and so of course we all know what the meat raffle is all about. And so then the horse racing came up and I'd never, I see it there a couple of times, but I'd never like, I'd seen it on the board, but never been there to play it. And it's a cool thing. So the dude comes around with these stacks of, uh, of, uh, what do you call pull tab tickets, 10, 10 tickets in a stack and it's 10 bucks to play. And if you, you pay your 10 bucks and you pull the pull tabs, now most of them will be just shit. There's nothing on them. Some of them will have playbacks which is, you know, one, two or five bucks and you play back and you get extra cards you can open up. Some of them have a bingo number on them. You keep those. And some of them have a horse number on them. Now, when all the cards are passed out, you go up to a little video board and they got a little, a little cartoonish horse race going on. 
And if your horse wins, you win 300 bucks. Oh, wow. If your if your bingo ball comes up, you win 50 bucks. So it was kind of fun. And they, they do it until nobody really wants to play anymore because you got to get enough people to buy the tickets. And, you know, 10 bucks a pop is you know, a little expensive. Yeah, we played we played four rounds. Uh, both Kelly and my sister-in-law, Jamie, both won three hundred dollars. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. So very exciting. It was a good time. I want to get back there and do it again, although I'll probably be broke after I go there. Uh, a couple times because uh yeah it was it was it was fun you know i never i've never done that before so there you go so and i had uh monday and tuesday off monday for halloween tuesday to recuperate from halloween night at my neighbor's house the bonfire uh so monday i'm sitting at home my wife's working the kids are at school i'm thinking what am i going to do that day 9 30 in the morning my wife calls and says uh you gotta go pick up your oldest daughter uh lauren because she is sick so I bring her home, oh, no. you know, whatever. Tuesday morning, she pops up. We test her. She's positive for COVID. Mm. Oh. So we just got over Kelly having oh, COVID. Oh, boy. Oh, and we get man. Lauren has COVID. So that was fun. She's been home all week. So luckily, nobody else has gotten the COVID, which is good. Awesome. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. It's just like, holy shit. Just can't can't go away fast enough over here. But uh Dave, you were out of town. You were in. Uh, I was. I was. Idaho. Yeah. Nope, Wisconsin. Colorado. Yeah, I had to actually. Colorado. Yeah, I was. I was out. For, it was supposed to be a longer trip, um, but ended up being being short, and I'll probably have to go out there at some point. But yeah, it was a it was Thursday to Tuesday kind of trip. So yeah, I had to work over the weekend, unfortunately. So this past week, this past weekend, not obviously I'm in town now. So yeah, that. But yeah, once I got back into town, enjoyed. Like I said, enjoyed a little bit of the weather. But yeah, otherwise, coming into this week. Uh, kind of a quiet little weekend but uh um complain connor did you did you did you didn't take out the kid for halloween did you or did no you? we uh we just uh handed out candy um to, okay. to people and um he stayed up for about the first hour of hand, hanging out candy and then we had to put him to mm-hmm. bed uh but we were the incredibles this year so yeah uh, we, we saw were, that yeah yeah we were pretty we were, he was pretty excited about it too but um yeah. yeah, it was uh, it was a fun time. We we handed it, we were the only house in the block handing out king size candy bars. Whoa, so, wow. king size, yeah, people, not even regular. Jesus. Word of our word of our place spread around the block. Oh, it does. Fast. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I was gonna, I yeah, know yeah, that. So I, I, I treaters though. So it's not well, bad. Funny thing, yeah. Like so, I I was in a hotel room on uh, Halloween night, Monday. I guess it'd be this past Monday as we record. And I, I went to Buffalo Wild Wings. That was kind of nice. But that was my Halloween. No trick-or-treaters at the hotel, of course. But the thing was, you know, last year I was I, I didn't feel too bad about missing it. Last year I was home for Halloween and turned my light on, bought a bunch of candy, you know. And I think, like, I live in a townhouse, fairly high density. And over the years I've gotten, like, the numbers are just, like, up and down, like, uh, you know, as far as how many trick-or-treaters I got. But uh, this last year, a year ago, I got zero, exactly zero trick-or-treaters. And so Fuck. I was kind of surprised. So kind of like this year, I was like, okay, well, I really, I'm not missing much. So well, you didn't Where have any trick-or-treaters? Trick this year at the hotel? No, no. I was gonna no wh- which, 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 where was the hotel? It was in Thornton, Colorado. Just oh, so, okay. cool. just, just north of Denver, about a half hour, not too far, but. You didn't have any like trick or treaters at your door asking for little bottles of booze or something? I mean, no, no. Maybe some adult trick or treaters or something like that. <laughs> That's all I would have been able to offer them at that point. So, like, hey, here you go. Uh, so yeah, I mean, Halloween guys, always a good time. 
like I said, my neighbor has a big bonfire. All the neighbors come out. We drink. Most years it's nice. Like this year was super nice to be out there. I mean, it was the weather was perfect. Some years it's like 40 and like freaking windy and it sucks, but we get through it. Um, and we get lots of looks from the neighborhood uh, parents walking their kids saying, hey, uh, we should do this. I'm like, yeah, you should, you know, sit in your freaking driveway and do this shit. But uh, anyway, guys, speaking of drinking, we are drinking beers tonight. It is we Sunday are. night. Yeah. Um, I will uh, I'll go first. We don't have a beer from Florida this week, although I will say uh, uh, Sam from the Pond News podcast has been posting uh, 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 tweets uh, and and, and uh, saying to us, Lunacy Podcast, he's been drinking all these nice beers down in Florida. So thanks, Sam, for putting that out there and uh, and uh, tagging us on those. Uh, we appreciate that you're thinking of us while you're drinking beers in Florida. Um, I am drinking uh, from Modest Brewing Company. It is the Teal Label. It's their West Coast IPA. Oh. And uh, not really saying, oh, it says West Coast IPA with Maris Otter Pale Ale Malt. That's just a long name for a malt. Uh, kettle oh. hopped and dry hopped with Columbus Cryo, Simcoe, Strata, and Citra. So it's a West Coast IPA, and it tastes like a West Coast IPA. It yeah. sounds uh, like it does. Definitely yeah, happy. I've, I've seen that. Not, I don't recall if I've seen it at the brewery itself, but I've seen that in this in liquor stores, and I've I, I don't think I pulled the trigger on it. But uh, so you, mm-hmm. it's a recommend then. Yeah, I'd recommend it. It's good. It's a good West Coast IPA. Uh, very hoppy. Uh, not a, not a uh, not a pounder. Usually, a pounder is on the podcast, uh, but uh, not this one. This is more of a sipper for me. And uh, which is good because it's Sunday night and it's late. You know, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's seven thirty. It's seven thirty, guys. But really, it's eight thirty. What it right. is? Right. Yeah, seriously. Right. So yeah. So Modest Brewing Company, uh, their teal label, uh, West Coast IPA. Uh, Dave, what are you drinking tonight? Well, I've got a beer, kind of what I thought would be a sipper. Tony, you're talking about sippers on a Sunday night, and it should be a sipper, but it's not quite. I got a familiar. I got a familiar brewery in Lupulin up in Big Lake, Minnesota. We yes, recorded yeah. there before, um, but a new beer, definitely a new beer. It's called, and I believe it's on tap there now. I did not, I bought this at a liquor store, not from the brewery to be fair, but uh, it's called Killer Kangaroo. And it's actually, it's an IPA, but it's a triple IPA. I've had <laughs> that. Have it's, you really? Yeah, it's a it's a good one. I, it's, it is. It's, it kicks your ass, that's for sure. But well, we'll find out. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a well, good... It's, Good, uh, kind of nice, happy IPA, yeah. Yeah, it's and, named yeah, it's named kangaroo for a reason, right? Kicks your yeah. ass. <laughs> well, and a killer, killer kangaroo for at that. Killer, as it should be because this a is this kangaroo is a, kick. Yeah, and this That's is right. a triple IPA. I can't say that I've had many triple IPAs before. I'm sure I have, but uh, this one clocks in, and it's um, it's basically I'll, you just describe it as a triple. India Pale Ale, of course, it has mosaic hops, which uh, most of us are familiar with. We've probably had a lot of those hops before, but it clocks in at 11%. And and so, yeah, as a triple, you might expect, but that's why I thought it would be an absolute sipper. The the thing is, though, as I, I've already had half of the beer and it's, it's, it's incredibly smooth and it, it tastes a lot lighter than you might think and i've had 11 percent beers before not often but i have and usually you taste it like you, you taste it it has that kind of aftertaste you can literally taste the alcohol but in this case 
it's it it feels light it it it, it's just way too smooth for an 11 percenter so we'll see how i'm doing at the end of the podcast how's that it's a dangerous combination dave i I mean highly recommend it it tastes great i mean and you know if you're in a bad mood or something you can go from zero to tipsy and (laughs) (laughs) pretty fast dave pretty fast pretty fast well nice there you go uh connor what are you drinking tonight uh i you guys are drinking ipas i decided to stray from ipas tonight um dave i also went with lupulin tonight all right i have uh, an american pilsner american style pilsner from uh from lupulin very uh low alcohol content only clocks in at 4.5 percent uh 28 ibu and you know, it's uh, it, it's got a little bit of citrus to it, but um, not super strong, very smooth. And I figured it was a, this was a good one to drink on late on a Sunday night because uh, I, I don't know for those who don't know, I work at five o'clock in the morning every single every single morning, so I can't afford to go too hard on Sunday nights. But it's uh, it's a good it's a good pilsner. If I'm not drinking an IPA, I'll usually drink a pilsner or a gold nail or something like that. So. I decided to branch out a little bit tonight and of course Lupulin up in Big Lake and uh, I don't know if you know this uh, Lupulin has a uh, another location down in Sioux Falls too uh, yeah, they opened one yeah. up down there that's right. yeah heard about that um, but yeah it's uh, it's uh, it's, a, it's a great beer it's a, a nice kind of generic tasting uh, pilsner so very good nice nice so Connor's doing the pilsner today and Dave and I are doing the IPAs that's weird <laughs> That is backwards. Yeah. This, this oh, is yeah. a very bad. The world aspect. has turned on its head. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. All right, guys, well, good beers. Uh, speaking of drinking, I wanted to mention to you guys, I forgot to talk to you guys about this before the podcast. We're going to talk about the World Cup in a little bit. Uh, but uh, Black Friday, guys. Yeah. It is England versus the United States. Yeah. Yeah. 11 a.m., I, I believe. Central time. I, no, it's, I think it's one o'clock. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Now I know the 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 big draw will be Brits, of course, but that place is going to be freaking insane. Yep. So I think the three of us should get together and watch it somewhere, whether that be Omni, uh, Dave and Buster's with their new whole scheme they got in there, uh, wherever we can find it on Black Friday. If you guys, are yeah, ready. yeah, I'd be yeah. I have that. I have the week off. Obviously, Friday off holiday after thanksgiving i shouldn't say obviously but it is a holiday for me yeah that sounds good i i would like to watch that game somewhere that would that would be a heck of a lot of fun yeah Connor, are you off that day i am off that day but i am also the only parent taking care of my son so i don't want to bring him anywhere too uh too crazy um well we don't have to go anywhere crazy we go i mean omni's not gonna be crazy maybe omni or something of that nature well, um, I actually also did make plans to go watch the match with my dad as well. Um, nice. But uh, bring your dad with. May- maybe my dad would be up for for a trip up to Omni, actually. So I'll I'll see if he wants to to come with us here. There's so, plenty of babysitters when you go. The you know? only oh, yeah. thing, yeah, I mean, as long, I mean, I would have to confirm that they had you know audio, full audio on the match. Oh, they all oh, they will the screens, but those guys will. If not there, Ayer has it too. I'm sure They'll, those guys up there are big World Cup fans. Well, didn't you guys get out. up to? Yeah, didn't you get up to Omni for Premier League morning? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And did they know. have audio at least for the prime yep. game? Oh, yep. okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So yeah, uh, Omni or somewhere else. We'll talk about it a couple weeks. I want to bring that up. 
Sure. Uh, so yeah, let's uh, let's go back to MLS though, guys. Let's talk about the MLS Cup final yesterday yeah. versus LAFC and, and Philly. Uh, maybe and maybe you guys can uh, correct me, but I mean, I think was this not the first time, or if it's not the first time, it's the first time in quite a while that uh, both number one seeds coming out of the West and the Eastern Conference were playing. It is. This. It is the first time. The first I time. think in many years. Many many years. I, I think it's been at least twenty years, actually. That wouldn't surprise um, me because, yeah, I can't in my, you know, going back, say, 10 years when I've really been following MLS, I, I can't think of another one V1. So mm-hmm. it's it's set up to be a great game, you know, out in L.A. And uh, it's it, it certainly turned into that. Wow. Did it ever like I mean, I, I you know, full disclosure, I turned the game on just I turned the game on at halftime. And mm-hmm. so I guess I, did, I didn't miss too much. And I, I was happy for that at that point. Halftime, I think it was one nil. Uh, LAFC, um, I th- who oh Kellen Acosta scored. Did you see that interview? Uh, who by the media interviewing Kellen Acosta? Somebody was interviewing him and uh, thought he played for Philadelphia. It was just kind of <laughs> odd. Uh, on, how was it that? Was something I saw on Twitter. Yeah, it was just some weird deal. It was one of those things. Oh, this is how big soccer is in the U.S. Because you know the reporter doesn't even know what team he plays for. But uh, and that's, um, I mean. It's crazy. It was on, I think it was on Fox, wasn't it? Fox. Yeah, it was on Fo- yeah. the main Fox, which is good. Fox, I mean, yeah. that's good. And, you know, hey, in this country, on a Saturday afternoon, you're competing with, of course, I was watching the Gopher football game. Fortunately, that ended, you know, by, by the time uh, the, 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 the MLS Cup final started. But I had kind of forgotten about it because I got as of, you know, it's college football Saturday. I didn't have a lot going on, so I was just kind of flipping around. So it's not that I, I forgot about the MLS Cup final, but uh, yeah, there's other distractions as a sports fan going on on a, on a primetime set. I know there's another story about like I don't. I think uh, some of the main parking lots surrounding the stadium out out there, and I'm yes. not even. I think yes. it's downtown LA. I don't know yes. exactly where it is. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yes. But I mean, I I don't know. I they said they weren't even be able to use them be due to college football and i'm not yep. sure it, it must i'm thinking it must it's because it's not down uh i'm it must be near downtown and therefore maybe usc had a had a, had a i think it was around the i think it was U- i think it was ucla well that would be up north uh, closer to like hollywood and i yeah and maybe it is up there i just i guess i don't know where it is i should know but i don't the LAFC, one of the college I think, teams. is on is on uh, the north side, so I think it is uh, mm-hmm. UCLA. Then it would be UCLA. Yeah, yeah. wonderful area yeah. up there if that's where it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but guys, to uh, answer your your question, guys. The last time the the top uh, the top seeds faced each other in MLS Cup was 2003. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah. San Jose yeah. So beat Chicago. Nearly 20, like 20 years. 20 years ago. Yeah. But anyways, um, yeah. Turn it on. I don't. Did you guys watch the whole thing? I turned on at halftime, no. but I mean. I, Okay. No, I didn't. I I, I turned I it kept on. Tuning in, tuning in on my phone, but um, I I kept having to to go back out because we were actually at a party. Uh, but um, we kept turning tuning in, and we were like, oh, every time you think it's over, it's not. You know. Yeah, because I, I mean, just from so my perfect from my perspective, I mean, start of the second half, it it, it looked like LA was kind of in control, and I I was kind of doubting there'd even be another goal in the game because it just looked like. LAFC was in control. It doesn't, there wasn't much happening even at the start of the second half, but boy, did that flip on its head, you know, the towards the end minutes. of the half. Into yeah. the, last, the last 20 minutes, the last 20 yeah. minutes were incredible. Um, you had 
uh, I think, uh, what was the deal here? You had LA go up by a goal in yep. the third minute. Yep. You had two minutes later, you had Philadelphia come right back and tie it back up. Uh, then you had pretty much in the, well, in the, in the uh, overtime period, you had the, the Crapo like foul, last wow. man foul, Damn. in which he broke his, from what David said on, he saw on Twitter, broke his right leg above the ankle. Uh, I basically yeah. broke it. I, it was, it was a crazy. They didn't keep, they didn't show it more than once because it was so yeah. bad. Yeah. It, it was, yeah, crazy. And like, yeah, L, it was, yeah, L, yeah, Elliot got the equal late equalizer to make it 2 2 going into extra time. And then mm-hmm. into that, the extra time period, you, you there, there was a lot going on. Gareth Bale came on. That was kind of fun mm-hmm. to see. You speaking of World Cup, the U.S. men's national team is going to see Gareth Bale. In their first game in the World Cup, mm-hmm. uh, yep. I think it's Just the twenty first. So it was kind of from an MLS World Cup. That was kind of just cool to see to see him come on in extra, in extra time, you know, in in the MLS Cup final. But yeah, then that injury was. I mean, yeah. I was watching it real time, and you know, he came that out. He it. actually got a red card. Crapo got did. a red card. Yeah. On that what first. originally got a yellow? Originally got a yellow for it. He originally got yeah. a yellow, and I think they went and they went back, back and looked. It. Yeah, and, and then, I mean, technically, I think they made the right call on that, but it's insult to injury, sure. literally. But the, um, the crazy I thing mean, is, Dave, that you you guys you were watching it, the yeah. ref had to come out and show him the red card as he's on the ground, breathing in pain from a broken leg. Yep. I mean, yeah, that's why I say comes on to take soccer. him off. That is, that's, uh, yeah, that's it's liter- literally insult to injury. And like the thing I was watching it real time, I didn't see, I mean, obviously it was a collision. It didn't look great, but um, you know, I was on the broadcast and um, you know, I think it was, it was a John champion. Uh, he mentioned, uh, did I get that right? Who's yeah. Cause it was, what's his name, but I mean, they mentioned, yeah, we saw the replay. We're not going to show it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So at that point, right. I knew like, Oh, that's not good. Um well, but the thing I is, guess... guys, so um, with Crepeau out, I know he mentioned it yesterday, that means who takes the number number two spot on the Canada national spot it's team? DSC um, takes that. Yeah, so I, I guess at least yeah. we do. Yeah, it, it's unfortunate. It's just, it's heartbreaking to watch that happen, though, knowing the World Cup is two weeks away. It is. And for him yeah. to have, for him, it's just heartbreaking. But yeah, I mean, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, we're a, we're a Minnesota United podcast and you know that now that that connects to the team in some way because yeah that means Dane Sinclair's I guess you could say now he's the clear number two mm-hmm. um going into the World Cup for Canada and and you know maybe he'll m- even make a case to uh become the starter at some point but I guess uh on the official depth st- chart he's now number two so the, yeah that was biggest... interesting but and then yeah coming out of that and like and then after that then of course uh, Elliot, Elliot, the center back from Philadelphia, gets a brace not long after that off a corner, yeah. and and to go up, you know, to go up so late now because that was like in the 120th minute. I mean, so Philadelphia won this thing. 24. Sorry, thanks, Gandhi. Yeah, yeah thank. But I mean, you just think at this point, Philadelphia has just won it. You know, after a red card, you know, LAFC was playing with 10 men for the last. There was going to be a significant amount of added time to that second half of the extra time 
And there was, there was a full 10 minutes, nine minutes, I think, mm-hmm. added nine, originally. It, it was 90 yeah. minutes, nine minutes at first. Yeah. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and so LAFC with 10 men, you know, and then Philadelphia, Elliot gets a brace to take the lead. They just had a matter of a few minutes to hold mm-hmm. on to win their first uh, MLS uh, Cup title. But what happens? <laughs> I mean, it it's was spoiled by a Welshman. Unbelievable. I mean, yeah. You can't You're... write the script. No. You bring in no. this is why you bring in Gareth Bale at the end of these right. games, right? Yep. For this moment. This is yeah. for this moment. And he he yep. delivers in this moment. This is why soccer most weeks is a great sport. This yep. is the game. This is the type of game, guys. You tell people who are saying, Oh, soccer is boring. You tell them watch this game, especially <laughs> the last 20 minutes. Yeah. This is it, yeah. right? This is everything. Everything was in this game. Everything. That the extra time, that, that extra time was just unbelievable back it and was. forth. And yeah, and then, but just to see Gareth Bale, like again, like you said it, Tony, like that's why that's why they like we weren't even sure at the start of the game, even at halftime, we're even gonna see Gareth Bale, like you know, okay, at this point, are, are we gonna see him? But sure enough, he brings him on and then he scores the late tying goal with what just a minute or two left, and it, unbelievable. How rich, get- how rich are LAFC? They got they bring off uh Vela for Bale, right? Yeah, Vela's like your superstar. Chiellini doesn't even doesn't even play in this game, right? Okay, because he's dinged up. So you got Gareth Bale and Chiellini on your bench yeah. coming into overtime, right? Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't want those two guys in extra time? I mean, yeah, and there was these a, are like yeah, superstars. The, he and Chiellini, I don't know if you guys saw it, but he was he was warming up. He was the only want, um LAFC at that point late in the game. He was the only kind of player. So you were kind of thinking, well, maybe he'd come in. Maybe he has enough to make. You know, he's been high pressure situations. Maybe he'd come in for well, PKs. He PKs, ultimately yeah. didn't. But uh, is, yeah, I mean Gareth Bale getting the game two PKs extremely late, mm-hmm. extremely excited. And then you're thinking, okay, well Cripo is out. LAFC's backup to their, you know, down to their backup goalie. That being said, I mean, John McCarthy, uh, LAFC's goalkeeper at that point, you know, he's, he is known for being. He can stop her. Dave. Uh, I don't know. There was even speculation that they might've brought him in anyways, just, you know, ahead of the PKs, if that was going to be the case. And it certainly was. He's and so, right. Another, I don't another know. Side note to this guys. You got Blake in goal for Philadelphia. Who is yep. is he not the goaltender of the year? I believe he was. Yeah. Yes, he was. Yeah, Jamaican international. Yeah. Jamaican, yeah. and he can't stop three shots. Well, I mean, penalties are always hard to save, but uh, I, mean, I get, I get that. I get that. No, 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 no. I, I have a totally different take, Tony. I mean, yeah, okay, fine. Blake, he, I did he he saved the first one, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Uh, yeah. And, but then it's for me, I'm on the flip side of this, like explanation point, explanation point, explanation point. I can't believe that Philadelphia missed three kicks in a oh, row they, in the first, you they, know, they have the first one. They sky, you get that boost. Yeah. You get that boost. Blake actually makes a save. You know, it was a terrible attempt. I mean, LA, I can't remember who took, uh, who took the kick oh, for, uh, it was Tello for LAFC, no, but no. It, it was a bad attempt. It and was Blake, it was yeah. slow and it was to the ground. Blake was always mm-hmm. going to get to that. Yeah, There's, yeah, yeah, he was. And so there you go. Phil, momentum. That's what I was thinking. Oh, 
advantage Philadelphia. We, you know, you look back at the MLS uh, playoff match with Minnesota and Dallas. I was like, mm-hmm. but then what is, what is Gazdag? He just skied it into the stands. Yeah, that was really, right he slipped. He slipped. He did okay. slip. He did slip. That's, That's true. But, but the thing is like, I just, yeah, I mean, yes, Blake then failed to make a save on the next three. But it was Philadelphia not being able to make a single PK. So they lost this PK. I mean, you know, 3-0, they lost it. 3-0. Yeah. They couldn't make a single penalty kick. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that that was shocking to me, more so than Blake not, not making another save after the first easy one. Well, but, and, and to wrap this up, guys, uh, L.A. winning in PK saved a riot in L.A. Oh, for sure. As everybody knows, they're playing in L.A. They there were bottles coming off the pitch. I, I mean, saw oh, I, there was a couple bad when, moments. Numerous yes. times. Numerous when Jack times. Elliott put yeah. scored that goal to put him up in mm-hmm. the 124th minute, there was there was so much debris coming down from that stadium. That's it was like being in the Azteca during uh, a US yeah. Mexico game. It was there was a late insane. there was a late corner kick by Philly where the whoever was kicking for Philly like walked away and said, Hey, saw that. Yeah. There's Bottles come and and the the the, the uh, officials like you just got to come over and take the kick. it's a bad. It's a really bad look. Now, fortunately, I think most of those were you know plastic bottles from the looks of it. But still, it's a terrible look for any mm-hmm. stadium. And I mean, I know people get into it, and obviously this is a final. And people are just going nuts. But yeah, it's a terrible look to see that kind of thing happen. But uh, yeah, and, uh, well, what a hell of a game. So, I mean, it was awesome. And they and I loved how uh, certainly. It was the best MLS Cup that I've ever watched. Final, I should say. Uh, but yeah. uh, even the announcers were saying the same thing. All like studio na- Allen analysis, they they were saying this. Hey, this is the best MLS Cup final I've ever seen. Some of the it'd be pretty common, hard to beat. Some of the commentators were saying it was the best MLS game they've ever watched. And I guess it, it, it's hard to argue. I mean, unless you're, you know, I, I'd maybe choose to pick a, a game that mnufc was involved in but yeah i mean it, this game had everything you know extra time shootout yeah just fantastic finish to the mls season two weeks yeah. ahead of the World Cup. and yeah and tony if you weren't already going to say this you know i don't know how you feel about philadelphia unfortunately they also on the same day lost the world series could you imagine could you imagine yeah. Well, imagine. Be, could you? No. No, well, I say, can't. Honestly, can you, first of all, well, I can't imagine. Dave, 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 Dave. We got. We got to think about it from, from our perspective, right? So, could you imagine? And all for Connor too. Could you imagine being a, a MNUFC fan, being in the finals, losing the finals that day, and then saying, "Oh, well, hold the phone. We still got the Twins or the Brewers in Connor's uh, circumstance. They can still win the World Series." Then watching the game that night and watching your team lose a World Series. Ugh. I mean, I that's just uh, gotta be like that's a gut punch. Like, yeah, that's a uh one of those worst day ever moments. It is, yeah, it is. And I will say this though, it is, it's horrible to watch your team lose a championship back to back you know, as a homer, if you're a, a Philly homer, it's brutal. Mm-hmm. That being said, as a Minnesota sports fan, uh it would be nice just to see one of our teams in a final, you know, <laughs> in a, in a championship, oh, but hey, that, you know, you know what I'm saying? You, I mean, and got Phil, your Vikings this year. Well, yeah. and, and Phil and, and unbelievable, at least 
Philadelphia still has an undefeated NFL Eagles squad at eight and all. So all hope is not lost for that city. Right. They get, still got the Sixers and the Eagles. They're fine. I mean, yeah. they're, they'll they be might, okay. I mean, they might do. I don't know how well the Flyers are doing this year, but uh, I mean, you never know. Maybe the Stanley yeah. Cup will be you and then the Flyers. I mean, obviously, a, the sport. They're I mean, the what are the odds? Of the sport what are the odds, though, to lose an MLS Cup and a World Series on the same day? That is brutal. Gigantic. I mean, you can't. That is awful. It just lined up that's that ever way. happened before. I don't. I don't. I doubt it. I mean, it's never. Yeah. I probably never lined up that way. Um, I don't think there's a lot of sports that, well, hockey and basketball might kind of intercept with their finals, but like baseball and, and soccer, and it won't and it won't intercept this way anytime soon because I mean, as of next year, I think the MLS Cup final is shifting back to December. You know, early mm-hmm. December. Mm-hmm. Know, it was only it was early this year because of the World Cup. So World Cup, right, yeah, yeah, right. yep. So that's that in the world in the uh, MLS Cup. That is LAFC. They are the champions. Uh, hats off to them. Uh, First we'll time, see how they do uh, next year. I think that's only like the the third time that uh, a supporter shield and uh, the MLS Cup has been won by the same team, too. Okay. So. And yeah, LAFC. and LAFC. Well, it was LAFC's first title. It could have been Philly's first title, right? And right, yeah. LAFC. I feel like man, I, I they deserved it. I mean, look what they did. All the players that they brought in. They, hey, they. Say what you want to say about them, but they did what they had to do and oh, yeah, they paid did. off. I, I was just expecting another collapse, another early loss by LFC, but it didn't happen. And they went through and, you know, so I, I'm not an LFC fan. You know, you guys know that, but I, I, hats off. They made the moves. They did what it take, took and whatever. So hats off. I look at LFC, LFC as like the Yankees of MLS. Yeah. yeah. Go and buy really, that's how I look at the Galaxy want. Well, the Galaxy are kind of are there too. Yeah, they're the yeah. same, the same draw. And of course, you guys know there's been some rumors about them doing some behind the scenes things with money and yeah, you know, all that shit. And it's it's you know, it, it I don't blame players for going to LA. I really don't. Who wouldn't want to go and play in LA? I mean, LeBron does. I mean, he's out there. Oh. I mean, everyone's playing in LA, but yeah, before you completely drop it, I, I will say another connect. Um we, got, we haven't mentioned Johnny Andrisky's name in a while. Well, his team, he, he's a big fan of uh, Eintracht. Sorry if I mispronounced that. Frankfurt, yeah. Frankfurt, yeah. But uh, Frankfurt. 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 Sorry. Yeah, Frankfurt. Yeah. But, uh, sorry, Frank. Yeah, so Paxton Aronson came into this MLS Cup final. I think it was basically out of necessity. I can't quite remember why. I think it was due to an injury. But, you know, of course, um, that's the younger brother of Brennan Aronson's. Ar- um, but so there's there, I guess Paxton, that was his last game for Philly. Cause he's going off to Eintracht Frankfurt. So that was he's out the door. Yeah. So for 4 million, I think. So transfer fee. So again, it's, it's, Hey, it's, it's players moving from MLS to, you know, prime spots in Europe. So I think, that's- you know, Eintracht Frankfurt, I think just made the last 16 in the champions league too. So uh, he'll be they did. thrust right into the, the heat of the season. Mm-hmm. There. Mm-hmm. Speaking of international play guys, let's move on to world cup time. Cause that's two weeks. Yeah. Two yeah, weeks. I'm, I almost, yeah. It almost feels weird because it's November. It's almost Thanksgiving. Yeah. And you're just like, this is not, you know, you're used to the World Cup, you know, dropping in June, in carrying into summer, July. Yeah. 
and it's just it's so weird obviously the first time for us like about to watch a world cup in two weeks here in november but yeah so that's why it almost hasn't the excitement it's ramping up but it almost hasn't hit me that it's going to happen in exactly two weeks from now you it know, really has this. it really has snuck up on you this time hasn't it yes just it, with, that's a good the, way to describe it it like i definitely it didn't hit me until november hit i think and then they're like oh it's only three weeks until the usa plays against wales and it's, I, I was just like oh my goodness it's world cup time i gotta I got to make my picks. I got to, I got to do the, the whole world cup research research and everything. Cause I'm a, I'm a nerd for all this stuff. So I love the world cup. It's my favorite time, favorite sports season ever. It's so yeah, and even, more than the super and, bowl, more than anything else. And, and, and even, and even like, like world cup is massive. European championship is massive, but like this, even the fact that like, so the USA and like, obviously I'm a USA fan above all others by far, we should talk about who our kind of secondary teams are, but maybe we'll do that without making predictions. But like it has been eight years, you know, 2014, last time the USA qualified for a world cup final. Here we are eight years later. It's amazing. Like I, I thoroughly enjoyed watching the 2018 world cup. It was fantastic. But I mean, I, the, the excitement level is ramped up. Now that we know the USA are there and are going to play three matches against uh, three pretty, pretty good clubs, although a lot of people have said that Group B that the USA finds himself in is the weakest group of the whole. I don't agree with that at all. Okay. I, well, I I'm glad you don't. Because I, I, don't I think that is the low-key group of death, actually. Because Yeah. And I, yeah. Because uh, couldn't you consider the USA – I mean, look at the USA's roster. You look at the USA's roster compared to, obviously they didn't make it in 2018, but even going back to the qualification through 2018 and 2014, look at the, the I like to look at the, the, well, first of all, the USA is such a young team, but the, their team is, look at like most of the starters on the World Cup, or the, we haven't seen the, the, the final roster, but assumably most of the starters on that USA World Cup roster are playing in Europe, are playing for big time clubs. That was not the case in 2018 and 20, no. qualification in 2014. No. So it's a totally, so the USA is actually, couldn't you call them a dark horse in this World definitely, Cup? Definitely, definitely. Yeah. If, if you have players like Christian Pulisic and Gio Reyna and Serginho Dest and uh, Weston McKinney, who play for Chelsea, Borussia Dortmund, Juventus, um, mm -hmm. and um, uh, who am I missing here? You've got Red Bull Leipzig, you've got Leeds United, you've got, um, uh, and then of course, there's the rumors that Tyler Adams is going to Manchester United uh, pretty soon. And uh, yep. it's just, it, it's so much bigger now instead of, uh, instead of our, our best player uh, in 2014 was Clint Dempsey. And yep. he played for Seattle. Right. Right. Uh, which, I mean, no offense to Seattle, fuck him, but it's, uh, <laughs> but I mean, Seattle is not what you would consider a big time world club for sure. Yeah. You, you really, this, this group we were in, I mean, Iran is, of course, the weakest link in this group. Right. But not uh, that weak. And it's you not, know, that, yeah. Compared who, yeah, in fact, like the USA play, I think was it Saudi Arabia, and like the 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 ramp, the last ramp up that the US played was not good. And didn't they play uh, Saudi Arabia? Or, they did. Mm -hmm. It was another yeah. Middle Eastern country. They didn't do well against Saudi Arabia, and so like Iran, 
it's nothing to take lightly. It'll be interesting if it comes down. I think Iran is the last uh, the last match of the group stage for the USA. So I, I hope it doesn't come down to needing a win uh, versus Iran because I I don't I just don't want to take them lightly, and I don't think anybody should. So I the good news is we'll be able to see what Iran looks like because they're going to have to play both England and, and Wales before the USA plays mm-hmm. Iran. Right. So yeah. We'll kind of know what we have, I guess, by that point. I'd like to think, but yeah, it's very interesting. And then like. Yeah, we, we saw the impact that Gareth Bale can have on a game in a final. This is, well, I mean, it won't be a final in the group stage, but I mean, Gareth Bale for Wales that, you know, they and Wales had to overcome, you know, the, the European kind of playoff, the playoff format yeah. to get there. And they deserved it the way they played, you know, to get the, to get to the World Cup finals here. So, yeah, Wales is no pushover. And obviously England, England has looked bad lately. Over the last few months, they've looked terrible. Wait, but, hold on, Dave. Before you move on, Tony, why are you shaking your head? What Wales? What? I don't want to talk about. No, I don't want to talk about Wales. Okay. I don't want to talk about the playoff playing games for European stuff. But yeah, I mean, that's. I'm just saying that you know Wales earned their spot into this group. They really earned it, and and so they they played well down the stretch. It's the funny thing is England has looked really bad. In, they haven't looked great lately. No, they, but are they going to flip the script? They're going to put out their A team, you know, going into the World Cup, and so England is going to be in that kind of top to you know top either the top tier or medium tier as favorites to win the World Cup because they have so much talent on the roster. It's just yeah, it's just it's really interesting. It's intriguing. I can't wait to see what happens. So. Well, let's uh, let's talk about our one team that we think is going to, you know, go far or win it all. Let's talk about the team's going to win it all. I mean, I don't know. We're all cheering for team USA, mm-hmm. but frankly, team USA, if they make it to the finals, that would be like a crazy Cinderella story of all time. Uh, let's talk about a team that we think is going to make the finals though, guys. Uh, one from each of us. Uh, Dave, I'll start with you. Yeah. I don't know. This it, It's tough for me. Like it's hard to, I, I'm I'm a, I've I've been a long time since I started traveling internationally. Been a fan of the Netherlands, but I I can't I can't pick them. Belgium, another team that I've always liked to pick. I I just I can't really go all on on them. So I don't know. This this is a tough year for me as far as picking a favorite to go all the way. I don't know. I I think it's going to be a European team. So, and I'm not. I, I guess I have, I mean, I think France is too much talent not to be in that conversation. So I'm going with France off the cuff. I will, uh, I will agree with you, Dave. It's going to be a European team. And I'm going to say something I normally wouldn't say, but uh, I'm thinking it's going to be Germany this year. Really, I think the Germans are coming back. They're young, talented, got some good guys. I know Johnny will be excited if I said that, but. yeah, I think Germany's the the team that's uh, going to make it to the finals and probably win. So, Connor, how about you? I am going to go uh, South American and say Argentina this year. Oh, there you go. Um, I, I think that the Argentinian national team has tons of talent, and uh, including a Lionel Messi that is hungry for the one trophy he hasn't won yet. So, mm. I think. Um, I think Argentina has got it, but Dave, I think uh, I think you're 
very much on the money there. I think uh, it's really hard to count out France too. Um, I think France has just so much talent with Mbappe on the squad and, and Giroud or not Giroud, um, uh, Benzema um, on the squad. And it's just, it's really hard. I mean, again, you guys both said it. It's, uh, it's really hard to pick an outright winner because I don't think there is an outright favorite this year. Um, but the one thing I do, the one thing I will say I don't want to see is Brazil with another title. Uh, I, I don't, I, Brazil has won too many world cups and I don't want to see them win another title right now. I think I want to hmm. wait a little while before I see them win another one. Yeah. It's, yeah I mean, uh, you know, we'll pull, it's, I, I, yeah, I had to pull up. Sorry, Tony, go ahead. I mean, it's the world cup. I mean, anything can happen, right? Uh, we've seen it before. Uh, it's tough to pick one team out of, out of these groups to, to go all the way. Because, frankly, you're gonna you might pick a team that you think is gonna dominate, and they don't make it out of the group stage. Yeah, and because that, of because of one goal or a penalty kick or something of that nature, right? I mean, and and we'll and we, yeah, and then yeah, we don't, and that's we'll, we'll I'm I think we'll talk about it here in a little while, but like yeah, you you need you you don't know what that uh, knockout bracket is gonna look at look like until you get out of the group stage. So a lot of things can change between now and then. Remember. In the 2018 cycle, Germany didn't make it out of the group, so right. you would never have predicted that's that. That's why you so loved was, that World Cup, though, because it was so unpredictable. Certain, you, you, I never would have picked that last four. Yeah, I mean, France, Belgium, England, Croatia. I never would have picked them in the last yeah, four. And to see Croatia in the final, I mean, that that was kind of fun, but I never would have predicted that. But hey, the bracket falls. It is, and just for. Just for clarification, I had to look it up. And, and what I'm seeing as your favorite to win the 22, 22 World Cup final is Brazil, actually, at plus 400. I saw that. Followed I really by, don't want it to happen. Yeah, and I guess I can argue with that, but I still think it's going to be a European club. But then, And then just after Brazil is France, Argentina, another South American club. So you, you actually go Brazil, France, Argentina, England. Uh, like I said, mm-hmm. England, fourth, Spain, Germany, Netherlands, Portugal, Belgium, Denmark. So, but it's hard to, you know, throw a dart at any one of those clubs. Right. You. So. And like, like I, like I think I, the best team isn't even in the world cup this year. I mean, Italy's not yeah, there. They were, they were beaten up by North Macedonia. Remember that? Tony? Yeah. Remember, that, remember yeah. that? Yeah. Remember that. That's what I didn't want to talk about, but I'm talking about <laughs> it though. The fact that I think, the new FIFA rankings came out. I think Italy is ranked fifth in the new FIFA rankings, and they're not oh, wow. in the fucking World Cup this year. Yeah, it's out like of the, st- it's just stupid. It's just stupid. Out of I mean, thirty-two teams, I don't know how of, I don't know how that team doesn't get to the fucking World Cup. I just don't. Out of thirty-two teams, Costa Rica is plus seventy-five thousand, uh, meaning That's bet a hundred bucks, win seventy-five thousand dollars. That's not too bad. It's but like, it's like Powerball odds right there, buddy. <laughs> okay, here's here's a question for you guys though. Um, who do you think is going to be the biggest surprise in the World Cup? Croatia, 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 USA. I'm picking yeah. Canada. I, no, I think Canada's I, oh. surprise. I think uh, I mean, USA and Canada are great picks, but I think a team like Croatia, with all the the uh, of course, what's going on. Between uh, Croatia and uh, and uh, Russia, you know, yeah. whole situation. So I think yeah. that's a uh, you know, 
could be a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. I just hope the U.S. can advance out of the group. And I mean, that's not a given, but I mean, maybe if if they can advance out of the group with a win and a draw and a loss, I mean, four points, I would take that even if they finish second in the group. Let's go. I, I think that uh, it's a team. I don't, yeah, I, Croatia just seems like a team that's going to, again, come out of nowhere, just like last time. I just think it's, yeah. it's, they're just like a Cinderella team, you know? Yeah. Maybe, maybe uh, Qatar will get there. I mean, that'd be kind of nice to see, actually. See, get, see Qatar get out of the group stage. I, I don't see it happening, but it's uh, it'd be it'd be cool to see in their own home country. Yeah, didn't I mean Qatar? They played in didn't they play in the Copa America or something like that? The USA they played, played the, them. They played in the Gold Cup. Uh, oh, was, oh, year. the gold was Gold Cup. Yeah, I knew the USA yeah. played them. I mean, they're they're. I mean, because I think we invited them because they won the the Asian Nations Cup. Okay, yeah, because I was just gonna think it's Qatar is you know they. I mean, um, they're obviously not favorites to win the World Cup, but I mean they're not. Um, you know they're not uh, a bad team, so that's uh, it's it's going to be very interesting. Uh, Super this year. excited, just so excited! Yeah. yeah, cannot wait. Two weeks, two weeks from today. Yep. Yeah. So uh, let's make an announcement about the World Cup. Uh, we are running a World Cup uh, a bracket league type of thing yeah, bracket, bracket, bracket challenge. Bracket challenge. Yeah, bracket challenge that uh, Connor has graciously. Put together a spreadsheet that uh holy shit it's like the best spreadsheet ever uh that uh <laughs> well thank you sir we're all going to we're all gonna we're all gonna participate all four of us are gonna participate in it and then whoever else is a listener we'll put it on twitter whoever else wants to uh we'll put a little thing out there to dm us uh your email address so we can send you the bracket and uh get them back into us uh in the counter and then he'll uh take care of you know kind of looking at all of them and seeing how the points work out but really the, the the spreadsheet shows you how the points work out we won't explain it to you here but really what you're doing is you're picking your group stages where they're going to pick in the group stage and then that transfers over to the at the round of 16 uh so it, it, it works out we talked about before the podcast it works out uh you can get points for a lot of different things uh, and we have some prizes. We have, I think, first prize is a hat. It's an MNUFC hat yep. that we'll put a picture of uh, from David Sterling and uh, some beer. We'll get some beer on there. Uh, second prize will be some beer. And third prize will be some beer. Uh, so you'll get beer if you come in first, second, or third. If you come in first, you'll get a nice MNUFC hat. Uh, isn't the, but, the first prize, uh, is that Florida beer too? I, I wasn't sure. Well, but, we're, we're, we're trying now. Here's the problem with Florida beer. I don't think you can ship it. That's the problem. Oh, so okay. I've looked into shipping beers before and it's not really, you're really not supposed to. Gotcha. So it probably won't be Florida beer. It'll be a beer from Minnesota. It'll be a nice beer from Minnesota. Something you know, something we probably had the podcast before. Yeah, uh, but it doesn't it doesn't really matter because if you place first, second, or third, you're still getting you're getting beer, right? Yeah, I mean, and right. it's 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 free to enter, and you, and you'll get the breaking rates. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. 
in the shout out, I'm sure. We didn't we didn't say it was free, Dave. I mean, come on. Oh, okay. Are we giving this away for free? Maybe not, but I mean it'll be that's, minimal cost, like 50 bucks at the week. Like I, at least a hundred bucks, hundred bucks an entry. Hundred bucks an entry. That sounds okay, fair yeah. to me. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is a is a free entry. It's a free entry. Uh the uh the, the prizes are coming out of our pockets. Uh maybe first prize we'll think of well a hat, uh beer. And uh, maybe something about the uh, show. Maybe come on the show and uh, talk about uh, your your winning. I don't know. Your winning we'll soccer you. experience. Your, we'll, your enthusiasm we'll, for the World Cup. Yeah. We'll meet you. At, maybe we'll meet you at a brewery. I don't know. We'll figure it out. No. But uh, it doesn't matter because everybody's getting beer if you play first, second, or third. And uh, yeah, so we'll get that out there. Uh, we got, of course, two weeks until the. Uh, World Cup starts, and uh, so you have plenty of time to put your brackets in and do it. One bracket per person. No putting in 15 billion brackets. Yep. No. Let's say the the, the first bracket we receive uh, from some one person is the one we'll enter in there. Mm-hmm. If we receive multiple. Yeah. I mean, if you want, but you know what? Bracket, you know go what's going to happen. I mean, every you know, we'll have hundreds of entries, and you know, you, I, Connor, and Tony will finish first, second, third. So, I mean, well, that's the problem. But that's the problem. See, is that you're playing against the four of us, which right. so we're we're really, the best. Yeah, we're we're playing this to make sure we don't have to spend money on <laughs> prizes. <laughs> we're doing really, yeah. Because I don't, I want that hat. I really, I mean. I do I too. Yeah, I, to be fair, I do too. I really want that hat. It's a sharp mm-hmm. looking hat mm-hmm. that uh, David has. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll get that out there uh, tomorrow or Tuesday when the podcast goes up. We'll make another tweet about that. If Twitter's still around, I don't know. Uh, Elon <laughs> Musk taking over Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Like a, we'll have to go like back to Facebook. Storm. Are we, we'll we going to pay to that Facebook. $8 a month for our checkmark hat, guys? Oh, I, I, think we, yes, I think we should. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the fact that Elon Musk went on Twitter the other day and said he drinks his own urine in the morning and everybody should drink their own urine, uh, frankly, is just that play. It's going to hell well, in a handbasket. And yeah, I just can't wait till we have our blue checkmark because I just want to apologize to all the listeners who get constantly harassed and spammed by Lunacy Podcast, you know, 111 or all those other bots that are trying to impersonate us. So there's yeah. there's some there's some parody accounts. I know that for a fact. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so guys, let's take a little so apologies break. Apologies to all you guys getting catfished out there. That's right. That's right. <laughs> let's take a little break, guys. We come back. Uh, we're going to talk a little FIFA 2023. Uh, little loons ratings on that. We'll talk uh, some Minnesota soccer history if we got any. Connor, do we have any soccer history? We got some history, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And then a uh, funny story or two, or two, or, or two. Uh, so we'll be back in just one minute. And we're back after a quick break. Uh, guys, when we left, I want to talk briefly about FIFA 23, the new uh, soccer game on all the uh, gaming systems you can possibly get it on. I know Blake, our listener Blake, had talked about it because of his uh, the Argentinian uh, teams were not on there, I believe. Were Brazilian. Brazilian teams were not on Brazilian, there. Yeah. 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 Uh, they were. It was weird. 
Uh, it's because of licensing and stuff like that. It's I, I don't want to get into it because it's so fucked up. But uh, let's talk about the loons on this game, guys. Uh, first and foremost, I've been playing this game for a couple weeks now. The likenesses of the loons players do not look anything like their real life counterparts. Reynoso does not look like Reynoso. Amaria does not look like Amaria. DSC, except for the hair color, doesn't look anything like DSC. The only guy that looks close to it is Dave's favorite guy, Nico Hansen. Mm. I mean, Nico, Nico Hansen actually looks like really? Nico Hansen. Yeah. Wow. Well, but everybody I'm, else looks like shit. Tony, I'm just used to like uh, FIFA. The last FIFA I owned, I think, was FIFA 2010. And, mm. you know, I just oh, wasn't no. expecting players to look like themselves. They look, it's like close well, enough. See, I feel like it, look, I, I have FIFA 20 and Robin Lud is still on that game. And he looks pretty uh, similar on that game. Yeah, and and I, I, I get it. And, you know, you can't compare FIFA to other sports games because there's many more players, right? But you think they'd spend some time in some of these leagues and be like, okay, this is what the guys actually look like. Let's at least get close. Reynoso doesn't look anything like Reynoso. I mean, he's like, it's it's a basic guy. And so anytime he scores a goal, it's like, who the fuck is this guy? Well, this ain't Reynoso. Well, here, you know? Here's a better question. I mean, like MLS has, you could argue that MLS has the highest growth out of any soccer league in the world over the last five years. So what do you think 20... What do you think FIFA 30, 2030 looks like? I mean, do you think oh, do you think the MLS, I mean, especially coming out of the World Cup in 2026, you know, hosted by the US oh. and Canada and Mexico. I mean, do you I mean I, I just think the MLS is on uptrend and we're just we're we're like it's exponential right now and we're just at the beginning of that. And it, it, that's what my opinion is. I think this is I think this is I think this is, we're MLS is trending in a positive direction. Yeah, we haven't reached it on a global level, but I mean, I think it's it, it's not unrealistic to think that the MLS could be a massive league, you know, five years from now after the World Cup in 2026. Well, you'd hope that it'd be better, but again, it's all about how many people they can they can you know use to make these things look right. I, I think their biggest challenge right now is making sure they get everybody they possibly can. And then, of course, making the likenesses of the star players as close as they possibly can, especially in Europe. And well, that's my point. And that's that's the deal. I mean, the MLS in 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 the FIFA league, I think MLS gets kind of lost in the shuffle because they are a lower league compared right now, to. That's my point. But right. I think compared yeah. to that, I don't I I don't know, Dave, if that's even going to get any better by twenty thirty. I just don't know. I don't think it will. Because I think a oh, lot I disagree. of your... I disagree. I think I think it'll be. I think it, we're on a springboard right now. Literally, I hope so. We're, hope we're so. already yeah, we're right. already seeing it as MLS and as a league. You see all these, you know, the South American talent that are that are coming mm-hmm. up to MLS. I mean, a lot of that's due due to the economy and everything else like that. But I mean, you're seeing a lot of players springboarding out of the MLS into Europe, and you're but, seeing. A bigger growth of soccer in the U.S. I think, yeah. I think there's let's, a lot to look forward to. Let's talk about from a money perspective, though. How many of these players on FIFA 23 are playing with an MLS team? Probably not that many. And there's reasons for that. 
because of the way our schedule is, because of the way that we don't really don't have any like tournaments going on and relegation, all that shit. So they're not going to spend a lot of money on a league like ours. They're going to spend all the money on the freaking European leagues. They got the relegation. They got the all that stuff going on. You know, from a gaming yeah. perspective, that's where you put your money. Yeah, you don't put it in MLS. Sure. EA spends their money on the Maddens and the NHLs and the, well, not the basketball. The two K anymore. Well, two K is Sega, but that's oh. it's totally it. I mean, EA has got the Madden and the uh, NHL. They spend their money on that shit, and that's where they put all their, you know, get all the teams and all the players good. Uh, for soccer, they've got to like it's a whole world thing, you know. They got to yeah. like. That's why they don't have more than 16 stadiums in the damn thing because they can't put every stadium in it. I mean, that's just, that's crazy, you know? So um, what I have noticed though, I think that stats or their uh, overall stats for the players in MLS has actually gotten better as time has gone on as I played it every year for the past uh, five or six years, the player stats for MLS have gotten better. Uh, I remember first starting out the player stats for MLS was terrible like these guys like in the 60s and shit like they sucked now they're actually i think they're making them they're more lifelike uh and an example uh the top five players on our team guys uh number one of course you know it's Emmanuel Ronelso. yep he's a 79 which is fantastic for this game yeah that's awesome uh number the- two Full potential of 80, by the way, for Reynoso. Yeah, exactly right. Right. Which is great. Uh, Robin Lutz, number two at 73. Fragapani is number three at 73. Uh, Debassi is number four at 71. And Dane St. Clair is number five at 71 with a potential of 77. So I think they're getting these things right. Uh, but uh, number six is funny because that's uh, that's uh, Mr. Gonzalez there. Jonathan Jogo, yeah, that Jogo. that was that's a surprise to me. I didn't know uh, he was very highly regarded. Like, His yes. potential is a seventy-seven. I mean, that's yeah. crazy for this game, right? I mean, I can uh, see it, but it's. Uh, I mean, I, I guess I got to see him play more in order to see what yeah. uh, what EA sees in him. I guess. Uh, another interesting thing, you guys, I want to talk about in this game before we move on, because well, two things I want to talk about. One is the fact that. Uh, FIFA this year, of course, with World Cup, they would usually make you spend money to have the World Cup on the game. This year, it's making it free because I think everybody knows as of next year, it'll no longer be EA FIFA soccer. It'll be EA soccer because FIFA's licensing is going away because they want too much money, blah, blah. Uh, we talked about Michael Boxall during the season, how he was losing a step and how his stats, he, he was kind of going down. Mm-hmm. I noticed this yesterday. He's a 69 on this game. Right. If you go into kind of trying to make him better, you can't. All his stats say they are dropping on a yearly yeah. rate. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because, I mean, he's only got a potential of 69 on the game, too. But it's it's and, going down. Hey, Connor, right. You go in. You can actually, like, have him train in certain ways. And you can't make Michael Boxel any better. You can't even make him stay where he's at. His stats show anytime you make him train, his stats are going to go down, down, down. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I believe that. I believe that. Yeah. So, yeah, so, for all you. He's, um, I mean, he's 
the EA sees him as that uh, older player who's mm-hmm. getting toward the end of his career, and so he's mm-hmm. going to keep going down until he retires, it looks like. Also. Um, so, I mean, I, uh, it sucks, but, uh, but yeah. Two it's, quick mentions, guys. Uh, they see that uh, Menor Garcia is going to be better than Amaria. His potential is 75, which is great. Uh, and Patrick Weah. Potential yeah, seventy three all the way down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's uh, it's fun. I Patrick Weah could be could be a good uh, money maker for, oh, for yeah. Minnesota yeah. if if that turns out that way. I love I love playing this game. I love playing with the uh, transactions and the uh, all that shit. Trying to get new guys in here. I'm always scouting in South America looking for new guys. It's fun. Yeah, I love developing Sign my youth squad. I I love de- developing those. Because then I get them on there and I get super proud that I'm like, oh my God, I developed this player. And I love, you know what I hate about that though, Connor, is if you find some guy, you're like, oh, this guy's going to be great. Then you start developing him and he's like, oh, he's a piece of shit. Right. Yep. You have to drop him. This guy sucks. This guy sucks. I can't believe this shit. Like his potential is like an 88 or 90. Right. And all of a sudden you get him in training and his potential then drops like a 60. You're like, what the fuck? What happened? Yep. Yeah, I hate like, too. I, like I always yeah, sign I, the guys. Like, it's like I have no idea. Oh, there's he's anywhere about. from like 52 to 65, and then you get him, yeah. and he's like a 53, and you're like, come on, mm-hmm. man, mm-hmm. come on. This year they actually grade your transactions when you uh, go get a guy in the transfer window. Oh, that's cool. They tell you they tell you how good you did, depending on like how much you got him for, and your negotiations with how much you're going to make and all that stuff. And uh, I actually got a young center back out of, I think it was Brazil or Argentina for super cheap. And they gave me an A plus. Cause they're like, Oh, this guy's like going to be awesome. And uh, I forgot his name. Cause he's a real life player. I can't remember his name. Oh, I was wow. like, okay. I should call up uh, Adrian Heath and be like, this is the guy you want to get right Seriously, here. This if he's guy. a real player. Then yeah, come on, go for it. Nobody knows FIFA. about him yet. Hmm? I mean, come on. I make great deals on FIFA. I understand why Adrian Heath can't make great deals in real life. I don't get it. Yeah. So Dave's like Dave's in the corner, like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? He has no idea. Yeah, yeah. I'm lost. I'm lost. I'm Blake, Blake will be listening to this podcast and be like, oh, gotta talk about FIFA. I love FIFA. Of course, he didn't like it this year, but he's played in the past, I'm sure. So yeah. uh all right, let's move on to some history. Uh Connor, you got some Minnesota soccer history for us? Yeah, I got a little. It's not a very eventful week in the past week, but uh sure, mm-hmm. I can I can drum up a little history here. Well, uh, today sure. is November 6th. We're going to go mm-hmm. back to November 1st. How about that? We'll start with that with the beginning of November and we've only got one stat for November 1st. United drew their regular their final regular season match in 2014 against the Carolina Railhawks 2-2. Um, oh, here's a, here's an interesting one. Uh, so November 2nd, 2013, United again played their regular final regular season match at the Tampa Bay Rowdies. Final score was a win six to four. It was a big one. And they won in, in, uh, in Tampa Bay. So I thought that was pretty particularly impressive. Um, I'll do, I'll do two more. Um, November 3rd, 1984, the Strikers played their first ever indoor soccer match at Ooh. San Diego Soccers. Nice. Um, they lost 10 to 2, but like it's uh, beginning of a beautiful, a, a beautiful season, I guess. Um, that, uh, 
by by the way, just a uh, crazy thing. Uh, yeah. the strikers actually came to my elementary school back in uh, 80. I think it was 80, 84, 85, like 85 or 86. I remember you telling us about that. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. That was- Indoor soccer. Yeah. Yeah. And then last stat um, today. Uh, happy birthday, Joseph Rosales today. Oh, cool. He's 22, 22 years old today. Holy shit. The guy's young. Yeah. He's got plenty of play left in him. So happy birthday, Joseph. Or feliz cumpleaños. Dave, are you watching videos right now? I'm totally uh, yes. here. Yes. Yeah. 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 Is that, that porn, is it? Don't be watching it is porn not. It is not. Jesus Christ. I just got a text. Sorry, sorry yeah. to interrupt the history. Yeah. Oh, no, Jesus. No, interrupt. no, no more interruptions. Okay, Dave. All right. We lost we lost you at FIFA talk. I see that. Uh, well, yeah. you know, okay. you know, the 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 crazy kangaroo has started to hit me at eleven percent. You gotta remember. I can, uh, I can tell. Yeah, I can I tell. Can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So okay, we'll finish yeah, it up. We got, back. Yeah. yeah <laughs> we got uh <laughs> we got two that's we got two funny stories, guys. Two quick funny stories. What do you want to hear first? You want to hear about a drunken Floridian? Or do you want to hear about a sexy? You got a story about man. Sterling? Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> a drunken Floridian, or do you want to hear about uh, a sexy garlic ad? A sexy garlic well, ad? Yeah, and we're gonna, let's go with drunken Dave Sterling first. Yeah, let's let's go with uh, yeah. Dave okay. in drunken Florida. All right, this is uh, from Titusville, Florida. A woman with an open bottle of Jack Daniel's whiskey in a bag was arrested for driving a golf cart on Florida's busiest interstate while drunk. Hmm. Wow. The uh, 58-year-old woman was arrested Saturday night on the shoulder of Interstate 95. She, of course, is now facing misdemeanor charges for drunk disorderly intoxication in public place, resisting arrest, blah, blah, blah. According to a Florida Highway Patrol report, a semi-truck driver spotted the woman driving in a golf cart in the center lane, the center lane of the interstate, not on the side, the center lane of the interstate 95 in uh like one of those those turf buddies like the the turbo carts or whatever i don't i don't think so i think it was just a regular golf cart uh wow the truck driver used her her semi to steer the golf cart driver to the shoulder of the interstate once on the shoulder the truck driver grabbed the keys to the golf cart as the woman tried to drive away uh once troopers arrived at the scene the woman started arguing with them and insisted she needed her bag she wanted her bag from her golf cart Inside the bag, troopers found an open bottle of Jack Daniels Tennessee Fire Whiskey. She <laughs> <laughs> wanted her bag back. I, she needed another drink is what she needed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's that. So, again, guys, uh, drunken driving on a golf cart down the center of an in, a busy interstate. I mean, come on. So, golf cart then. I know golf carts are a lot more used down in Florida than they are up here. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. like, yeah. Are, are, is that is it a neighborhood golf cart or is it a, an actual oh, golf course golf, golf cart? We, or? we don't know what kind of golf cart it was. I, uh, either but, way, how did it get on the interstate? <laughs> well, obviously, she was going somewhere. I mean, right. she probably going to a bar or something like that or meeting a guy. Who knows? Uh, yeah. She's 58. She one of those probably out of those retirement communities down there she made a left turn and a right turn and but i don't understand how she got on the interstate 
in the yeah. middle in the center lane. Yeah. I mean, oh, oh it's it, wide open. What time was what time was this? Like I'll say what time it was. I'm sure it was like she's just I'm sure it was daytime. It was yeah. probably middle middle of the day because if it was in the middle yeah. of the night, nobody would have seen her. Yeah. Um, I mean, those yeah. semis they uh, mm-hmm. they come trucking down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could you imagine if a semi truck plowed into that damn thing, dude? Mm. That should be toast. Ten- that Tennessee fire would have been uh, would have yeah. been on the pet freeway. Well, That's again, we could. We should actually have a podcast devoted to stupid Florida stories because we can make a whole podcast about it. Yeah. I mean, there's actually a website about stupid Florida people. It's ridiculous. Um, so, yeah. Drunk driving on the highway on a golf cart. Good job. Final story, guys. Say uh, This is about a sexy garlic ad. Hmm. Now, how do you make hmm. garlic sexy, guys? I don't understand how you do but in South Korea, they did. Oh. Uh, a rural South Korean town is getting roasted over its video ad on garlic that some farmers say stinks of obscenity and has even sexually objectified the agricultural product. The controversy surrounds a 30-second video that has been posted on a YouTube channel for Hong Swing County, a small central west South Korean, South Korean town, about 100,000 people, known for its local Hong San garlic. So they have garlic, their own garlic down there. They're trying to promote it. They use the YouTube video. I did watch the video. It's very sexual. (laughs) The video shows a woman touching the thigh of a man named Hong Son with a full garlic head mask and saying words like very thick and hard to apparently describe the quality of the local garlic. (laughs) (laughs) The spicy ad, which apparently generated about 190,000 users, has been largely kept underground, but began to take root in larger public when it was it was this ad was aired on electronic billboards at a Seoul Express bus terminal and a downtown street in the central city of Dijon uh, ahead of the garlic's release. So they're trying to release this new garlic. It's YouTube video. This lady's touching the thigh of a guy with a garlic hat on and a garlic mask on and saying thick and juicy and all that ship ship. And of course, the farmers are all pissed off about it. Uh, they can't. Exp- we can't ex- repress our astonishment. Uh, the video offended the people who watched it and dealt a big blow to the image of the agricultural product that farmers have laboriously grown. Uh, Hogswan, uh, Hogswan officials said Wednesday they've withdrawn the video from their YouTube channel and stopped airing it on the billboards last week. They haven't allowed any, issued any official statements. Uh, but uh, many South Koreans believe garlic, one of the essential greens in Korean cuisine boosts stamina, something that improves men's sexual function as well. So I think they were trying to get off through the whole like sexy side of garlic and uh, didn't come off very well. Mm. Uh, which, I mean, frankly, if you watch the video, guys, it is kind of a weird sexual thing with the woman touching the guy with the garlic hat on or garlic mask on and saying it's nice and hard and all that type of shit. So, I mean, hats off to them for trying to do something with garlic. I mean, it's creative, if nothing else, Mm -hmm. for sure. Um, Mm. I, I, but yeah, I got nothing. I I got nothing to say. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) You know, guys don't find garlic sexy. 
I, I want to watch it right now. But. Yeah. You're watching no, it. No, no, not typically. It. Not, not t- typically. Oh, you, yeah. It's, again, it's. Depends. Watch, is, it, is it salty or is it just garlic? I think it's just garlic. Yeah. But I mean, you've seen. Connor, you've seen ads in Europe, right? <laughs> it's, oh, yeah. Complaining that it's too sure. sexy and it's objectifying garlic. How do you subjectify garlic? I don't get South that. Korean farmers upset over sultry garlic ad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, over sultry garlic ad? Yeah. That's what they call them, sultry garlic ad. Aren't, I mean, you've, Connor, you've been, you, you know, you, had yeah. some time in Europe. Oh, there's some. You've seen some sexy. I, I saw a few. Yeah, there, there, there were. Yeah, there were a few. Yeah. They, they, they weren't anywhere this. Uh, shall we say hilarious? Or not, I mean, this is hilariously this is funny. Hilariously stupid. I guess. I mean, that's what. This that's is what it funny. Is. Yeah, I, I mean, it is, but it's like. Yeah, yeah, I got right. nothing. It's, it's, it's laughable. It's, <laughs> it's laughable. It's laughable. I mean, I'm, I, I'm kind of pissed i didn't see this before halloween i would have gotten this garlic man for halloween if, yeah if you're doing if you would have been, been complaining about by so many girls I don't if, know. If, that, yeah. if you're complaining about this video then you have uh that's pretty cool because if this is your biggest problem and you're doing all right yeah. this is what i would say yeah yeah, yeah. sexy garlic guys sexy garlic just get to, um, get contracted by contact contacted by the south korean fcc and just uh like hey we're gonna take this down now they have, I, they have, oh, they have one, I'm sure. But, yeah. um, so that's it, guys. Funny stories. Uh, anything else you guys want to talk about before we get out of here? Um, World Cup in two weeks. Can't wait. Uh, we'll probably see in two weeks, right? Are we going to do another episode just uh, prior or just after the first? Yeah. We uh, will, uh, uh, yeah, the, the day of uh, the, the, the first game against uh, between Qatar and Ecuador. I yeah, think we're playing prior to record we'll after a... sometime after that game, and uh, that's when, we, be that's when we'll do our prediction and whatnot. Yeah, hopefully, David will grace us with his presence because you know he, he's allowed time off, he's you know in Florida now, he's retired, yeah, uh, to Florida, so he's he can do whatever he wants. Um, yeah. So, yeah, nothing else going on. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks, guys. We'll talk about World Cup stuff. Uh, and then I think our next podcast or three will just be like a lot of World Cup talk. Uh, maybe some loons talk, depending on who they sign, if they sign anybody, if there's any movement. Well, I mean, um, it's it's going to be preseason loons talk before we know it. I mean, it's right. Yeah, it's a little bit of a longer off season this year because Mm -hmm. of the World Cup, but uh, Mm -hmm. it will be there before we know it. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, everybody, everybody, keep an eye out for our bracket challenge and uh, slide into our DMs if you you want to want some free beer. So that's right, free beer. That's right. So for myself, Tony, for Connor and Dave, we'll talk to you guys in two weeks. No, no go loons because there's no go USA. Go no USA. USA. There That's we go. a good one. Right. Yeah, I didn't know what to say. What the hell? All right. Good night. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>